Welcome to episode number four of the Hold Fast podcast, where we have biblical truths for daily battles. My name is Kenny, and I'm the host of the podcast. Today, I want to take you to Psalm 77, um, because I want to talk about something that I think we're all probably dealing with on some level. As we think about all that's going on in our world, on top of whatever it is that you may be dealing with, we're all, to some degree, I think, pretty overwhelmed in some area of life. We're all, to some degree, stressed out and maybe even fearful of the things that are happening around us, and we feel consumed by it all. And maybe you're getting to a place spiritually that is really dry, and you're trying to pray, and you're trying to call out to the Lord, but you just don't even seem to have the energy to do that. And when you start to think about the Lord and the fact that He is in control, honestly, it doesn't necessarily even in that moment comfort you because you're just wondering, God, if you are in control, what in the world are you even doing? What is going on? And I think that we're all experiencing this, like I said, to some degree or another, just by nature of the things that are going on around us. And as you read through the entire book of Psalms, you see the writers of these Psalms, and specifically David, felt this way often when he was just tired, and he was tired of being tired, and he, he was being pursued by his enemies, and everybody was, was out to get him, and he was dealing with so many emotions all the time that he just poured his heart out before the Lord, and often at times didn't even feel like pouring out his heart before the Lord. What did he do with that? What are we to do with that? I've been talking with some people lately who have talked about something that they're calling COVID burnout, and we're just getting to a place where with all of the restrictions and life not being the way it is, on top of just the political and cultural climate just being so nuts right now, people are feeling that. They're feeling like their life is just spinning and there's no real purpose here other than just get through it. And we wonder, when are we ever going to get back to normal, uh, whatever that means? And I just wonder if we don't need a perspective shift, um, or at least just a reminder. Uh, I think that, I don't know that anything that I'm going to share today is new. I don't know that I'm going to say anything that is just over the top, like, wow, I hadn't thought about it that way. That's not my purpose. I just want to continue to keep the word before us. And I do that to myself. I want to continue to keep the goodness of God, his promises, his sovereignty in front of our eyes. Because that's really what we need, right? I mean, it, it kind of relates back to Peter as he walked on water and he was he was walking on the water with Jesus and when he took his eyes off the Lord, he began to sink in the waters around him. He began to realize just how bad the storm was, but when he was able to focus on the Lord, he was able to walk on water. And I wonder if that's what we need again today is just a perspective shift for somebody to just grab our face and turn our heads toward the Lord and his promises and his word. So see if you can relate to what David's saying here in Psalm 77. He says, I cry aloud to God, aloud to God and he will hear me. And you go, yeah, yeah, David, I know that the Lord hears me, but, but wait. In the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night, my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. Those three lines right there, I think, are something that we have all experienced at some point in our spiritual walk. My soul refuses to be comforted. You're telling me all these things that are true. Yes, I know that, but man, I'm still fearful. I'm still going through this anxiety and these struggles. 
When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. I'm going through the motions. I'm praying. I'm reading the word. I'm doing all this, and it just doesn't seem to be helping. David goes on. You hold my eyelids open. I'm so troubled that I cannot speak. I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I said, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? And David says, I I began to to think back to when life wasn't like this. I began to think back to the days of old and my song in the night, and I began to wonder, what happened? How did we get to this point? God, have you forgotten about us? Have, have Have you just refused to be gracious toward us? I mean, is that what's going on? Are you, are you judging this nation? Are you judging me? Are you disciplining me? Is, just, is all of this chaos around me just a matter of you've left us to fend for ourselves? I think if we're honest, even though we would, with our mouths and our minds, acknowledge the truth that God is faithful and he will never leave us, I think if we're honest, sometimes in our emotions and our hearts, we wonder if that's really true. David did. And then we have the shift in verse 10, we said, Then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. In other words, God, I'm going to take my sorrow and I'm going to take my grief and my troubled heart and I'm going to put it up against you and your works. I'm going to take my fear and anxieties and and all of this that I'm feeling, I'm going to lay it at your feet and I'm going to compare it to your character and your goodness and your ways. Then I'm going to remember verse 13, your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God? You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. You with your arm redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. And then he goes on to just tell some specific works of the Lord with his people as they wandered in the wilderness in the, the final verses of this. I won't read that for sake of time, but, but what, what David did is what we need to do. Often what we do when we're troubled, when life is hard, is we think back to the days when life wasn't so hard. And we think, if I can just get back to that, if we can just get back to normal, then I'll be okay. Then I won't fear. Then I won't be anxious. And what we're doing, whether we want to admit it or not, is we're saying that our hope is grounded in our circumstances. What we're doing is we're saying, God, the only way that I can know if you're faithful is if you make my life better. The only way, God, that I can know if you're gracious and good is if you put an end to this situation. We're trying to tell God how to do his job. But David says, but but it's his way that's holy. Our ways are not It's his understanding that goes far beyond ours. It's his wisdom that's so much higher and loftier than ours. And if we are really saying that, God, the only way that I can acknowledge your faithfulness is if my circumstances change, then we're not serving God. We're serving some idol that we've created in our own minds. And I'm I'm not trying to trying to come down on anybody with this. I'm not trying to be harsh with my words. I'm trying once again to grab our faces, mine included, and turn them back to the Lord. I mean, even in my own life right now, it's been really busy and stressful, and I have recently been feeling pretty overwhelmed at times. 
and and I've I've found myself thinking that if if I can just get back to normal, if I can just if my schedule can just chill out a little bit, then I'll be good. And I and I found myself really trying to make a deal with the Lord in that sense and saying, God, I'll, I'll, I'll serve you more and I'll spend more time with you when things get better. But we need to, as David said, take our appeal to the Lord. Take our cries to him. Be honest with him. Tell him that you're frustrated. Tell him that you're struggling. But then remember his deeds. Remember his wonders of old. Look at his works. Look at his character. And behold the Lord. I also think of Jesus' words to the disciples in John chapter 14 when he said, My peace I give you, not as the world gives, but, but my peace I give to you. And, in, and that's in the context of him telling them that things are, things are about to get really bad. You're about to be persecuted. I'm, I'm going to be crucified. And he's telling them all of this. And I mean, it's literally about to be the darkest day in history, the darkest day of their lives. And he reminds them, my peace is nothing like what the world gives. My peace is greater than that. My peace comes to you even in the midst of the chaos, even in the midst of the circumstances. But you're not going to find his peace if you're not looking at him. You're not going to find his peace if you think that peace is dependent on your circumstances. It's not. It's dependent on the faithfulness of the Lord to give it, even when our circumstances are everything but peaceful. So maybe you are experiencing COVID burnout right now. I mean, I am to some degree. And I'm wondering when is this all going to be over. But don't allow yourself to fall into the trap that you you think that God is only faithful if my circumstances match what I want them to. That God is only good and gracious if my world is looking the way that I want it to. Don't fall into that trap. Instead, look at Jesus, look at his character and allow his word, his promises, his faithfulness to turn your heart back toward him. Again, I don't think that anything that I've said today is something that you didn't know, especially if you've been following Jesus for any amount of time. But, but I hope that you and myself would put in the hard work that it can be to refocus ourselves and our heart back toward him. You know, it was St. Augustine that said, our hearts are restless until they find their rest in thee. Your heart will continue to be restless. You will continue to have anxiety and fears and all of these things that you may be experiencing right now until you rest in your Savior. And that doesn't mean that you stick your head in the sand and ignore your circumstances and pretend like it's not happening. Now, I mean, you can pour out your heart in anguish as David did, even as Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, yet, not as I will but as you will. Maybe that's the prayer that we need to have. Or maybe we need the prayer of that father that came to Jesus and he said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. I know that you're faithful. I know that you're merciful and gracious, but man, I'm struggling to believe that and to really see that and to hold on to that. Would you help my unbelief? I don't know what specifically your prayer needs to be, but pray, cry out to the Lord. Be honest with him. Don't grow weary of that. And even when you do grow weary of that, remember that his strength is made perfect in weakness. His grace is sufficient for you. 
And so you can, like Paul, you can boast of your weaknesses. You can boast of the fact that you struggle to believe at times, but it's Jesus that sustains you. You can boast of the fact that you don't have it all together and that you are a hot mess sometimes, if you will, but your Savior is not, and He's the one that holds you. And even when you let go, He does not. And even when you fail, He is faithful. So maybe maybe you just needed that reminder today. I hope that this is a reminder that is an encouragement to you. I hope that this is something that you remember that you're not just going to listen to this podcast or or remind yourself of these truths and then go the rest of the week and be good. You're going to have to remind yourself this moment by moment. And faith says, Jesus, I don't even want to do this. Faith says, Jesus, right now I want to chase after my idols and I want to chase after the things of this world that I think are going to satisfy me and give me peace, but I'm going to trust that your way is better. And I'm going to trust that not only am I going to see the fruits of, of, of that faith in this life, but I'm going to see ultimately one day face to face. And I'm going to know on that day when I see you face to face that all of the sufferings of this life were not even worth comparing to the glory that was about to be revealed to us that I now see when I see you face to face. So remember that. You can, you can cry out to him. You can, you can make your case before him, but remember that he's God and you're not. Remember that he is holy and you are not. Remember that he is faithful even when we are not. And trust him and hold on to him. Hold fast to your confession of the gospel. And remember that your Savior all the way is holding fast to you. So thanks for listening to this. Um, I actually want to just close this podcast right now in a prayer for you, um, for us all. Um, and, and I may not know exactly what you're going through as you listen to this, but, but I want to pray for you anyway, um, if you would stick with me um, as I close this out in prayer. God, thank you for this time. Thank you for something like a podcast where I get to just record something that can then go out and, and prayerfully be an encouragement to your people. Lord, I don't know what each person listening to this right now is going through, but you do. You know the hairs on our head. You know the the cares of our heart. And God, when anxiety overwhelms us, it's your consolations that cheer our soul. It's your promises. It's your word that brings the healing that we need. Lord, I pray that those listening to this would, as the deer pants for the water, that they would thirst for you in a dry and weary land where there's no drink, where there's, there's nothing that can satisfy, where every well that we try to dig is really just a broken cistern. And the only way that we're going to be satisfied that our thirst is going to be quenched is if we come to you, the fount of living water. God, may we not grow weary. May we not doubt you. May we not think that you're not faithful or that you've, you've ceased to be gracious. May we make our case before you and remember that your ways are holy. May we remember your wondrous deeds of old and remember your faithfulness and know that you will continue to be faithful. God, I pray that you would you would calm and quiet our souls, that you would bring your peace that is so much better than what the world gives, and that Holy Spirit, you would continue to comfort us. And as you comfort us, would we then be able to, with that same comfort, comfort our brothers and sisters in Christ? I thank you for this time. I pray for those listening that you would be with us as we go. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.
So thanks again uh, for listening. As always, um, I would be honored if you would share this podcast on your Facebook pages or Twitter or wherever it is that you do social media, if you would share these links to be an encouragement to somebody else. Um, Another way that you can do that is to give us a rating or review wherever you're listening to this podcast. That helps uh, others to see the podcast who may not even know about it. Um, And so just if you would take just the 30 seconds that it takes to give a review or a rating or both, actually, that would be uh, huge. Uh, for for this for more people to be able to see it so thanks again until next time uh, God bless